Hello, and welcome to the new episode of the Soulful Entrepreneur Live podcast. I'm Allie Young, lifestyle and business coach, and I'm here to help you encourage, equip, and elevate your small business as entrepreneurs. So today's discussion is going to be on effective leadership. That's so important. Leadership is so important in your business and in life, whether it be with your family or in your business. So I'm going to start with a book that many may not even know because it actually was published about 31 years ago, but many know it. It's Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And today, He switched it because we know we have evolved so much in business over the last 30 years, three decades. He now has a uh, coaching practice where he teaches his four essential roles of leadership. So back when his first book was published, or at least his Habits of Highly Effective People was published, he had four items outlined, and that was to be proactive, which is still relevant today. Begin with the end in mind. Put the first things first. And think a win-win. It has to win for both parties. And last but not least, seek first to understand, then to be understood. So each of those actually is kind of um, evolved into what his four essential roles are of a leadership today. And he lists those as leadership as being a creative visionary to be a coach, have a coach potential, to develop leadership potential in others, and to inspire trust and execute strategy. Now, as I mentioned before, I really like to research and kind of look at some different issues and um, different opinions. And what I did for this in leadership, I really looked at different styles and strategies that different people or organizations had determined and I found it to be very interesting because I looked for um, there was one who had a center for creative leadership they had a list and it was titled leading people effectively their characteristics and qualities there was another one I found it's called seven traits of a good leader that was by the titanium business and then Inc magazine had one which are seven traits of highly effective leaders. And yet another was powerful leadership traits that all great leaders have. And that was by Lifehack. And they had a list of seven of the 14. They really went into detail. And last but not least, I only did about five because you could find so many more was leadership values from around the world. I wanted to kind of think about what everybody was thinking about in general, not just here in the US. So as I put all of those together and I actually compare them to see what were the top ones, putting all of those different studies and all of those different companies together, I came up with the top four. And the top four is what we're going to discuss today. Number one, is communication. Number two is empathy. That's a little bit different than years ago. Number three 
is decisiveness. And number four, which is really interesting and different, and I imagine particularly because of the place that we are right now, is self-care and self-renewal. Now, I'm going to put both of those together to see what characteristics are needed to be an effective leader. So, we're going to start with communication, which is number one, and it's so important in leadership and in life. Communication is twofold. It's how we get things done. And it's also how we can mess things up with our mouth, our communication. We have to learn how to really listen to what is being said. I often say, that's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. Listening is key. It's a great foundation to any relationship. It's how we voice a compelling vision, a specific goal, and it's how we get people to focus and get them motivated. It's also about continual communication. It's not just once. When we are leading a team or a group, that constant communication is necessary both ways so we can keep on track and keep focused. People need quality updates and to be educated on what's going on and what they need to continue to do in order to get to that end goal. We have to be invested in the long term for their personal growth as well as their business growth for the future. Education and continually to be learning is a key role in helping everyone to get to that goal. Like I said before, it's not just their professional, but personal development goes right along with that. John F. Kennedy once said, leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. We need them both. In leadership, in servant leadership, Robert Greenleaf said that it's seekers that make profits, meaning you're only a leader if people want to follow you. And to motivate people to follow you, it takes more than good manners kind words, and a pleasant temperament. You need to be able to communicate clearly and convincingly toward a vision that's so alluring and positive and motivating people can't help but join you along the journey. So communication is such a big key when we talk about leadership. Now, we're going to move on to number two, which is empathy. And that comes from sympathy. Now, they're different. I like to think that empathy evolved from sympathies. Empathy is similar, but not the same. It's a much deeper emotion. 
To understand empathy, it involves an appreciation and even a certain compassion for someone else's background, for their feelings, or even experiences, because all of those form an attitude that might be different than your own. So we have to look at that. And most importantly, to be willing to learn and listen to their thought process. Now, that doesn't mean we necessarily have to agree with it, but to listen and learn. There again, learning is so important, is the key, even if we don't agree with it. And also to be authentic and transparent about ourselves and what our feelings are and our experiences. Leaders want to do the right thing for themselves and for the groups that they lead. But we have to take our followers or our group, our team into account when we make decisions and when we lead. I believe that this is actually one of the hardest characteristics to wrap yourself around. Empathy takes time and and takes uh, consistency in learning and being the willingness to understand other people, especially if you're leading a very diverse group. It's a challenge to merge people and technology together and synchronize each one for true effectiveness towards your goal and your vision. A writer and photographer from Bangkok, Thailand once said, less ego, more empathy. We have to get that ego and that pride out of the way. And it can be hard because we are actually born with that. We like to pride on ourselves and what we know and what we can teach others. But we have to really put some of that aside for that, especially for that servant leadership and listen and learn from others. A good leader is someone who is able to separate their ego from their work. She says, they recognize first and foremost that everyone is a human being and that everyone's output is not reflective of their worth or of their leader. And everyone needs to be treated equally and supported. Treat others in a way that supports them. Now, number three is decisiveness. So we think, what being decisiveness? What is decisiveness? It's having the power and sometimes actually the courage to make a decision with little or no hesitation. Now that does not mean you didn't take any questions into consideration. You didn't research it. You didn't ask your team about it. You didn't have some insight. It's being able to make that final decision with decisiveness 
at the end. You are the one that makes the final decision and sticking to that. Genuine leaders have the ability to articulate, initiate, and follow through on their vision. That's a quote from Martin Luther King, and I love that. I hang, have that hanging by my work board. Genuine leaders have the ability to articulate, to communicate, to initiate, to get the ball rolling, and to follow through, to continue through on their vision. That's what Martin Luther King says. Another leader from Latvia, a small country in Europe, states it this way, a natural courage and persistence. And it takes persistence sometimes. Sometimes we have to pivot. It takes persistence and the ability to take that responsibility and being open-minded to listen and to understand for a decisive decision. He says an ability to inspire the team to fly while having one foot on the ground and still about watching their backs. Being capable to make that decision but yet to lead your team and help them along the way. Knowing that your decisiveness in your communication and decisions may need to pivot. And particularly right now in this time and space, sometimes we do. We make a decision to say this is the way we need to go. And yet something comes up or happens and we need may need to turn and change that decision. But let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be decisive about what direction you are going especially when your team or group is not doing well. Being listening and looking at and understanding if your team is knowing the right direction, if they have clarity on the right direction, if they have an understanding of what is necessary in order to accomplish that goal. To giving you the lead opportunity to question giving them the opportunity to question and to answer for you to answer and to listen to their answers if they have questions so that they're able to gain clarity on what it is that needs to be done for everyone to succeed toward that goal or that vision. Clarity in that communication, in that decision makes the goal more attainable and easier to complete. Now, another interesting characteristic, which is new, and I would say particularly in this time and space, is self-care and self-awareness. Right now in this space, we have so much that's going on and knowing how to handle each and every circumstance each and every opinion, each and every voice, and each and every goal, and what's going on in the world, we have to know our own limitations and our own weaknesses. Yes, I know we often pride ourselves on our strengths, what we're good at, how we can lead, how we can make decisions, but 
Knowing our weaknesses is just as important. It's important to refuel our body, our mind, and our soul in order to feed in and to lead others. Because we are responsible as leaders to help feed them, to help them improve professionally and personally. And we cannot do that if we are drained ourselves. Please know this has to be intentional. Being busy leading a group or team is very stressful. We may not even realize that. It's the constant stress on the brain and on the mind and on the body. That stress can be overwhelming at times without even realizing it. We just keep going and doing and going and doing. We must recognize that our bodies need relief from that constant communication, from all angles, and constantly having to make decisions. It's very stressful on the mind and body. Downtime is a necessity. It's not an occasional gift, it's a necessity. In order to be more productive, to, in order to be able to lead effectively. So, we have to decide from the very beginning what it is that helps us relax. What helps us bring back that creativity in our mind. What helps us settle our minds so we can have clarity to help lead others. How do we de-stress? And that has to be at the very beginning of our leadership. So we can develop that habit. It's a habit we need to constantly perfect and constantly do. Habits are things that we do consistently. So it needs to be a habit. And make it a priority. A continued priority to practice so that we are effective leaders with clarity to help improve and lead others. This is not just for yourself, but like I said, it's for everyone else around you. That self-care and self-awareness is very important. So in closing, I'll wrap up with the four areas that we really need to look at in order to be good, effective leaders. Good leaders, number one, communicate well and we admit when we're wrong and move forward towards success and our goal. As good leaders, we show empathy and respect others and their opinions. As good leaders, we are decisive. We have the courage to make that decision and move forward with it. With communication and decisions that inspire people to be their best selves with that vision and goal. Good leaders lead by being their best selves with their self-care and self-awareness 
and leading by example with respect and integrity. Taking time to rejuvenate yourselves so that you lead others better. Remember, we have to put our oxygen mask on first, first before we can help others. I'm going to close with this quote from John Quincy Adams, which says, If your actions inspire others to dream more, to learn more, to do more, and to become more, professionally and personally, you are a leader. So until next time, be blessed, stay well, and remember, take care of yourselves. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.